Welcome to the Steel Hard Podcast. In case you've noticed, I'm sitting here all by myself alone. Ghost isn't here because he's busy with other projects at this point in time. And I'll be kind of honest, he was always kind of not comfortable doing the podcast. He likes to be behind the cameras. And you'll also notice that my last co-host, Al, isn't here either. It would appear that uh, on one of the platforms that this podcast is uploaded to, that uh, somebody took offense to Al. Someone actually took offense to a teddy bear. And, okay, I, I get it after the Balenciaga things and whatnot, okay. And I had a chat with the uh, the moderators of the platform, and they said, look, it's stupid. It's There's nothing wrong with the video, but they have idiots hitting the report button. And it just proves what I've always said, that the report button is manned by a bunch of idiots. I can't believe. I mean, the, the thing just sat there. I mean, there was nothing sexual going on and whatnot, but hey, whatever. Um, anyway, on that note, as you know, uh, I am now promoting in this podcast pheromone-infused soap. And I think everywhere except YouTube, you can click down below the link and be taken to it. Now, the big thing about pheromone-infused soap is it's going to help you get the girls, okay? I've said for a while now, testosterone beats attitude. You can have all the attitude in the world, but if you don't have the testosterone, well, then you just, you're not going to get very far. If you're a man, you're going to have to have high testosterone. And part of getting your testosterone up is confidence, it really is. There's a deep connection between your mind and your testosterone levels. Okay? And there's a deep connection between a lot of other things that are going on in your life. Like, I mean, people suffer from weight problems, etc., etc. They depression eat. I'm not promising you the world. What I am saying, though, is that pheromone-infused soap by Grondike, it's going to make you smell attractive to women. And if you smell attractive to women, then you've got a better chance at being able to be with women. And the more you're going to be with women and the more women are going to take notice of you, the more you just might want to take care of yourself. You may just want to get yourself into the gym and you may want to work out. You may want to start taking zinc. I mean, this could really be a make or break sort of situation for you. I mean, it's just a little bit to get you going. Pheromone infused soap. And it, who knows where it might take you. You might get so much confidence because the honeys are finally interested in you for a change that you just might decide, hey, I like being an alpha male. So why not? If you're not quite an alpha male yet, at least you can smell like one. And at least you can give off the vibe to women that you are mate material. So click below the, the, the link. Get taken to Grondike Pheromone Infused Soap. I've tried it. I didn't need any help with the ladies, but it was sort of like, you know, I was on cruise control, autopilot. Hey, here I am, ladies. Yeah, I'm the mouth here that can get anything going. I'm the porn star. Hey, would you like to be in front of the camera with me? All I'm saying is the stuff works. So click the link below, take a look at it, and have at you. On that note, I've got a story over here. And I've been looking for, everybody's doing the same news stories. Like, I mean, you know, I was kind of looking at what the cable news shock jocks were saying. And I mean, 
basically if you go to Fox or you go to MSNBC or whatever these guys are, they, they really are just kind of like political arm mouthpieces. The one side sits back, I mean, and says all the Democrats are garbage. And then the Democrats turn around and say all the Republicans are, you know, garbage. And at the end of the day, you're really not getting a lot of information. And I'm personally, I'm a little sick of hearing what these two sides have to say. So I went doing cruising and I've got this friend by the name of Currently Sober. And he is very much into poop. And this story flagged up. It's a Texas police officer was fired from San Antonio Police Department after two incidences involving feces. Uh, he had one incident. Officer Matthew Lockhurst once fed a homeless man a sandwich with feces in it. Yeah, there's a real sweetheart, eh? And anyway... He managed to get himself reinstated, and in a separate incident, he failed to flush feces down a toilet in a ladies' room, and he smeared a brown-like pudding substance all over the toilet seat. You know, when I had that story, the last story I did was about that nuclear waste fruitcake that's going around stealing women's clothes. I'm going to say this, you know, who the hell is checking these people? Who's hiring them, okay? And what the hell is going on in the minds of these people? Like, I mean, I'm a pornographer. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I mean, I don't film scat films. I've been in Japan where they do film scat films. But it may surprise you to find out that 99.9% .9 of those scat films in Japan aren't real. I mean, I've actually got the recipe. It's a it's a combination of butter and cocoa powder, and you can make some really realistic looking poop. And anyway, neither here nor there. The fact is, it's a sad day when people in the porn industry have a little bit more freaking common sense than the people that are responsible for our health and our safety. And you have to think to yourself: this man is carrying a gun, and he has an obsession with poop like a five-year-old and I'm just like trying to pitch you what did you do to get the feces in order to feed this to a homeless guy like did you go to the bathroom with two pieces of bread and just like wipe your rear end with it or something I know I know it's it's like I'm conjuring up images here and that in itself is kind of freaking damn twisted but really I mean there, there's a whole premeditation that goes on in this and you got to stop and ask yourself, how does a person who's got this, shall we say, mental disorder, get given a uniform and a gun? You know, that scares the hell out of me. Now, I'll be the first one to say I'm not too friendly when it comes to law enforcement. I mean, I don't know how you want to cut it up why I'm not too friendly towards law enforcement. I mean, you could cut it up for the fact that my family's Sicilian and there's a culture back there of... In this country, we don't really trust law enforcement. Or you could go to the fact that, you know, I'm a porn star and a pornographer, okay? So I'm not inclined to like that sort of authority under any circumstances. Now, I don't have any doubt that the vast majority of police officers become police officers because they'd like to make a difference in this world. 
but I will be the first one to say, I think that probably lasts no more than a year or two, and then they start to change. As a force in a unit, I'd have to say that I tend to somewhat agree with the uh, the left saying, defund the police. Um, I personally would like to see a different situation. Instead of just outright defunding the police, I would like to see a situation in which police are held accountable for the things that they do. I mean, this guy pulled a stunt where he fed a homeless guy a sandwich with poop in it. A poop sandwich, or as South Park would put it, a turd sandwich. And he ended up getting reinstated as a police officer again. I mean, that is so wrong on so many levels. I mean, you don't give a man like that a gun. Uh, what I would like to see is a system in which the police can be arrested and not by other police officers. You wouldn't let the inmates be in charge of the prison, would you? So henceforth, you shouldn't let police officers police other police officers. And we've seen the movies, internal affairs, no. I'm saying a totally separate force. A totally separate legal force whose sole purpose is to investigate law enforcement. They come in, they look at a police officer, and they say, Hey, this happened. We're conducting an investigation. You're going to give us your badge and your gun, and we're going to charge you, just like we would charge any other freaking criminal. And if it comes out that you did not operate strictly within the bounds of your duty and to your highest morality, then you're going to go to jail with all of the other common everyday criminals. You do not get to abuse your position. Simple as that. I want police officers who are not affiliated with the police force, people who have never been with the police force, but purely a form of law enforcement that walks up to everyday's poli everyday police officer and say, hey, you stuck your knee in this guy's back and he died. We're charging you with murder or manslaughter or whatever the charge is. And this will all come to court and it'll be argued out there. Done. That's what I believe. But yeah, hood sandwich smearing a brown-like substance on a toilet seat and failure to flush, uh, you know, that's... I'm just sitting back hoping and saying, I hope to goodness that this guy does not have children. Because, Lord, what's he going to do if he has to change a baby's diaper? Anyway, moving along on to something a little bit better over here. I figured uh, the next big information is about the changes at Twitter now. As you know, Elon Musk took over Twitter, and he's doing what, what Leon does, and that is make money. We just don't see the end result. As you know, he suspended several journalists because they doxed him. You know, they put uh, real-time information where his plane was and so forth, and his family members, you know, were threatened because of that. Now, I will say this much. As a, if you are a family man, if you have loved ones, and as somebody who has, do, has loved ones, people that are close to me, if somebody came anywhere close to those that are near and dear to me, I don't care about any rule. I don't care what I've said in the past. 
as far as I'm concerned, okay, that's a different story. All right. You want to take a beef with me? It's a beef with me. But like any animal protecting their young, their offspring, I mean, you go out and you look at a bear in the woods and you go near that mama bear's children. She will rip your face off. You go near a wolf, she will rip your face off. And it's the same thing all the way down the line. Put your hand in a rabbit hole with a with a rabbit that's just given birth, okay? You're gonna find two teeth going through your fingers. Same thing with squirrels, same thing. This is this is this is a common thing. We're very protective of a young. And in this case, Elon's family was threatened. If I was Elon, I would say screw Twitter, screw transparency, screw it all. I'm going out for blood. You come near my family, that changes the rules. The gloves are off. I don't give a damn what you say in the media. I will fucking end you. Okay? I will fucking end you and I will fucking end anybody that comes close. So you could sit back and all these cable news shows and on all of these forums and on social media and whatnot, you could debate blah 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 all over the place. At the end of the day, you go near a man's family, that man will fucking end you. He has every right to end you. And I will say in the case of what Elon did and how he handled it, that was a lot nicer than the way I would have handled it. If I was in the same situation, trust me, okay, I would have had those journalist tongues cut out of their freaking damn head. And I wouldn't give a damn what penalty I would have to face. You stay away from someone's family. You never, ever, ever threaten. If you want to pick a fight with me, that's one thing. And I'm sure Elon's the same situation. I get that feeling from him. But if you want to pick a fight directly with him, I'm pretty certain he's got broad shoulders and he'd say that's fine. But you go near his family, that's a different story. Game over. Okay? All bets are off. You've changed the circumstances. You've changed the rules of engagement. Done. So, there's that. On to what though now he has said. He is not allowing people to advertise other social media platforms anymore. And everybody's kind of an uproar at it. And I get it. I mean... He's building a whole new social media platform. He's not looking to being into being anybody's friend. I think the day and age of where Facebook, Google, Instagram, all of these things, I think that nicey, nicey relationship where they all exchanged information. If you ban this guy, I'll ban this guy. If you do this, I'll do this. And they're all going to get along like some big collusion happy, incestuous, freaking damn big tech family. I think he's had enough of that. And he's saying, no, this is mine. I intend to make this social media platform go into Stella. That's what I get. He's striking me as being very much the businessman at this point. And he's made it quite clear. You're not going to just sit here and spam your freaking damn Facebook links. You're not going to sit here and spam your freaking blooming darn, you know, Instagram accounts. If you're here on Twitter and you're here to talk, fine. Otherwise, pay for some freaking advertising. And again, I don't have a problem with that. And I don't think he's going after, at least from what I've read so far, far, pardon me. I don't think he's going after everything. Okay. What I'm getting the feeling is he's specifically saying that it's other social media, his competition. I think things are going to pretty much be, you know, uh, business as usual for people who are promoting their OnlyFans site. 
I think it's going to be uh, business as usual for people who have their own websites, who are trying to do their own businesses, for whatever it is, okay? So I'm not inclined to really kind of panic about that at this point in time. Um, and again, it remains to be seen. Um, Twitter has been a go-to source for a lot of the girls that are promoting webcam shows and a lot of the pornographers. Um, I'm on Twitter. Um, I've heard that I might be, I've followed one of those sites that tell you what your status is, and I came back that I might be ghost banned, but everything that they say that I'm ghost banned doesn't seem to be happening, so maybe the site that I checked it up on isn't all that great. Um, I've always said my Twitter account is more of a political thing because it allows me to stay in contact with some of the old industry contacts that I have, such as Dr. Susan Block. Um, it's political in the sense that I'm demonstrating when I retweet, when I click, you know, the little hot figure on there, uh, that I'm supporting my colleagues. Because, let's be honest, I may need them to support me too at some point, you know. I mean, if I'm clicking, uh, retweeting a girl that has posted her photos and she makes a sale or whatnot, it builds up goodwill and good trust with me and maybe she'll be able to come down off a rate or something if I want to film her at some at some point in time. That's how I look at Twitter. I see it more as of an inline marketing as opposed to a, you know, a lateral marketing. Uh, I'm not trying to market directly to the public. I'm more worried about the people in the industry. So that's for me on Twitter there. Otherwise, the majority of my advertising is actually done through other more traditional means. Um, I could get into a lot of detail about it. I do have a lot of problems, especially when it comes to creative. Uh, I wanted to put up a billboard and I was supposed to have somebody get back to me six weeks ago about putting up a billboard. And all I wanted to do was put steelhard.com on the billboard 18 or over. And I thought it wouldn't be such a big deal because, you know, I've seen the billboard, the billboard that I have picked out, I've seen it advertising an adult sex store. And they were supposed to get back to me within 48 hours. I called them back after 48 hours and I've gotten the runaround. We'll get back to you when we have a, a response. And now it's six weeks later and whatnot. So traditional old school method of advertising is not without its, without its problems. So it is what it is. Uh, anything short of me putting bumper stickers on cars, I mean, I'm not about to do that. That's, I'm sure that would work. It's not a big deal, but you know, bumper sticker on somebody's car is kind of a poor and taste sort of thing to do, especially, you know, if they got kids or whatnot. Uh, that's a little too much in your face from my perspective. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this podcast up short. I'm looking for podcast guests. So if you do something that's interesting, or even if you don't do something interesting, I mean, if you're a chronic masturbator, I'll interview you. What the hell? I mean, this podcast has never been about being high class and uh, highfalutin or anything to that effect. It's always just been about some guy sitting in front of a, a webcam talking shit. So, you know... Uh, if you want to be on this podcast and let's just say you believe that there are lizard people or you pull on your, your wee-wee 25 times a day or who knows, 
whatever. I mean, you know, I've had one person who says he's a hypnotherapist. And I'm like, hey, that could be cool. What the hell? I'll interview anybody. Anyway, until then, uh, it's the holiday season. I'm not sure if I'm going to get out another podcast. But uh, have yourselves a very happy holiday season for whatever it is you believe or don't believe. And may you and your family be very prosperous in the new year. Take care, everybody. Steelhard.com.